0: Welcome to episode 386 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast, where every week I talk about the inner workings of the entertainment industry with those who have lived it and experienced it. I'm your host, Derek Diamond, and I'm really excited for this week's episode because, as longtime listeners of the show know, I have a soft spot for the local filmmakers here on the Gulf Coast. And uh, I'm going to be talking with Alicia Marie, the writer director, producer, and one of the stars of Zombies. You may remember her uh, from an episode I did back in 2021 talking about the film, and I've been mentioning it the last couple of weeks on the show, but this upcoming Sunday, December 17th, is the premiere of Zombies in Mary Esther, Florida. Um, I'm going to include a link in the show notes where you can find tickets. I believe uh, they stopped going on sale the 14th. I know you can't buy them at the theater, um, so you need to buy them online, and I would get those sooner rather than later. Myself and my wife Samantha are gonna be there. Can't wait to see how it turns out. And it was great to have Alicia on the show to pick her brain about you know the inspiration behind the movie, uh, the kind of going in depth on the process of how the movie got made with casting, you know finding crew locations. A lot goes into making a film. And you find that out firsthand in this episode. So hopefully you all enjoy it just as much as I had of being a part of it. Here is my conversation with Alicia Marie. Happy to be here with my very special guest this week, the writer, director, a little bit of everything for the feature film Zombies, Miss Alicia Marie. Alicia, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Doing good, doing good. As we're recording this, it's December 7th, so we're 10 days away from the premiere of, uh, of Zombie. So, I, are you feeling the excitement?
1: I'm uh, feeling excitement and <laughs> scared to death, but I'm, I'm really excited for everybody <laughs> to finally see the movie. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's, you know, and I feel like, you know, because you guys shot that, what, two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago?
1: Yeah, we uh, finished Principal Photography June 4th of 2021,
0: so. Okay. Yep. Well, yeah, I'm sure we'll get into, you know, the details of the premiere um, a little bit later on because that's a whole separate thing. And honestly, (laughs) one of like, as someone who's done it, it's it's really exciting to see, you know, something that you've worked so hard on. And I know how hard you've worked um, on making this thing a reality. And I think you're, Your persistence has been really inspiring, to be honest, because a lot of people would, you know, they'd probably give up and just be like, you know what? This is more work than I thought it was going to be or it wasn't what I thought it was going to (laughs) be. But, you know, and credit to you, because if anybody doesn't follow the zombies' social media pages, you're posting stuff all the time. Like, you're keeping the name out there. So was that part of of your strategy because you knew that – Um, post-production was going to take a little longer than anticipated?
1: (laughs) No, (laughs) I had no idea it was going to take this long. Um, (laughs) I, when I first started post-production, I was like, oh, we'll be done in a couple of months. We'll have the premiere in August. (laughs) Silly girl. You know, it's like two and a half years later, there's no way I would have thought it was going to take this long. Like I thought year tops maybe. Um, And it was just one thing after another. And so it was just like, you know, you got to keep posting to let people know you're not dead in the water, even though I had people telling me, Oh, well, it's never going to happen because you're a year and a half in this, that and the other. And, you know, I got some kind of like disheartening comments from people, but it was just like, no, I'm not, I'm not finished. And so I just kept posting and posting, hoping to keep people, you know, engaged because I was like, I have to finish this movie. (laughs) So, you know.
0: Yeah, we did. No, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, let's let's rewind back to the very beginning. Uh, What was it that made you want to become a filmmaker in the first place?
1: I didn't. Um, It was kind of like a necessity type thing. I, I wrote the script and I figured that somebody else would make it or, you know, produce it and do all the things I would still act and, and do that. But I was trying to find uh, a director and stuff because uh, Kevin Almo was like, don't write, direct, act and executive produce your own movie. You're going to drive yourself crazy. And I was like, of course I'm not, you know, and it just ended up that I had to do all those things because of our budget. Um, so it definitely wasn't my life plan to be a filmmaker. Uh, but I just kind of fell into it. And then I decided I really like this thing. And so I've, I've written five more scripts <laughs> since then, um, waiting for other people to finish their parts of the project. So now it's like, all right, I'm here and we're going to we're going to do this. We're going to see how many we can make and, and, and do the thing. So
0: credit to you, because you mentioned five scripts, you know, I, like I've got several ideas, but have kind of started two of them. Mm-hmm. So to say that you have five scripts done is, is pretty <laughs> impressive. Is is writing one of your favorite aspects of the filmmaking process?
1: I will say yes. Um, if I could only pick two of the things to do, it would be the writing and the acting. Like the directing, I meh, if I had to, I could do it. The producing, absolutely not. Exec, uh, executive producing, I'll say, because we did have Nick Smith, who was our producer and who did all the things that, I had no idea what I was doing. So thank God for him. But if I could only pick the two things, it would be writing and acting and someone else can do all the the hard stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah. As I'm sure you've learned, the producer job can be a bit thankless in a way, but it's one of the most important parts. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, like I said, I, I honestly don't think I would have actually started this without Nick because he was the one who looked at the script and said, Let's do it, and I'm like, great. I have five thousand dollars. What are we going to fundraise for three years, and then film it? And He's like, no, we'll do it now, and find the money along the way. And I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I can just picture Nick in that British accent of his saying exactly <laughs> exactly that. Be like, but that is a great thing about him is that he's such a a great teacher mm-hmm. and a great helper like he's one that he's been in the industry so long and he's done so many different things that like he can really do anything like he's even acted
1: yeah absolutely you know, in,
0: in projects too so
1: yeah yeah took his turn in front of the camera and zombies as well so uh oh sweet yeah <laughs> he was like i want a part and i was like okay <laughs>
0: I, I feel like he's earned that, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. He <laughs> <To, yes. laughs> has. a part in the movie. Yep, absolutely.
0: So how did the idea for Zombies come about?
1: Um, uh, a jar of honey, actually. Um, my husband works with a guy who has his own bee farm. And so we get honey from him all the time. And so he's like telling me that uh, he was telling him about this mite infestation that almost took out all of his hives. And it's like this actual thing where these mites come and they lay eggs, and they corrupt the larvae, and then the the grown bees that they latch onto, they kind of like control their brains <laughs> like actual zombies. And you know, they do things like fly at night, and they can't fly in a straight line, and all this kind of craziness. And I was like, zombie bees? That's a real thing? How is that not a movie already? You know, like it. I, I feel like it just kind of writes itself almost, like zombievers or. <laughs> Whatever. So that's how that happened.
0: Yeah. And it, when you hear the title, you know, you, you picture something that might be on the sci-fi channel in between like Sharknado yes. and like three headed shark attack and things like that. Yes, so absolutely. it is just the name itself is such an attention grabber. Mm-hmm. It's like, you want to know more about it. Right. Yeah. Cause I remember the first time I heard the name and I'm like, Oh, that sounds cool. <laughs> Tell me more.
1: Yeah. And I am a huge sci-fi movie fan. I've seen all six of the Sharknado movies, all the condas and sharktopuses and six headed shark attacks and all the things. So I was uh, greatly inspired by all of those movies to make one of my own, so.
0: So once you, you write the script, what was your next step? Like, did Nick get involved <laughs> after that or what, what steps did you take before you got to the actual production?
1: um so i think i the first thing i did was send it to kevin and he was like you need a producer i'm a cinematographer and so he was like you know send it to nick and i had worked with nick briefly on um a, a short film called the verso verdict and um so yeah. I, I sent it to him and i honestly didn't really know him that well and i was like he's gonna be like okay who's this you know i kind of know her a little bit, but I didn't really think he was actually going to read it. (laughs) Um, So he, yeah, like I said, I gave it to Nick, he read it, and he was like, let's do it. And then we kind of started pre-production in November of 2020, like right after Thanksgiving. Um, And I didn't know what to do, obviously, because I've never done it before. But he was the one who was like, all right, this is what we need to do. And uh, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, again, we have no money. but we found it. So.
0: Well, Nick was right. He was. You find it along the way.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that was, yeah, he, he definitely, this is, you know, him getting this, this ball of beeswax going. So I definitely credit him big time with, with
0: it. You mentioning uh, 2020, you know, that of course was during the covid pandemic or the height of it did that affect production at all and if so how
1: um well we were kind of hoping it would be over by when we started filming and it wasn't um so it it did kind of put like a a like we kept pushing it and pushing it because we were going to try to shoot in like january february and then we ended up pushing it till may because we were like trying to wait for things to blow over and and all that kind of stuff. And so finally, we were just like, you know what, let's do it. Florida had kind of, you know, opened back up again, we weren't like in lockdown mode, like most of the, you know, other um, states and stuff like that. So we had a little bit more um, freedom. So it it did keep us from shooting earlier when we wanted to. um, But, you know, we were pretty vigilant about making sure everyone was tested and, and um, everything like that. So I, I would say it did put a little bit, but it wasn't like, a major blockage. We weren't able to, because we were trying to go SAG, but because of like how much extra it was going to cost to keep up with the the um, testing schedule, you know, all that kind of stuff. It was going to be like an extra $15,000 just for us to pay for all of that stuff. Um, so we were unable to do that. Um, but, you know, we did it. We made sure everyone was tested regularly, but with the tests that we have and Walgreens with the free ones. <laughs> Thank God for Walgreens and the free tests. But, um, yeah, so I, I was a little worried about, you know, how it would affect all of it. And, but it, it worked out in the end, I think so.
0: That needs to be on a shirt. Thank God for Walgreens.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah,
0: especially during that time. Yeah. I, so I, I've got to ask too, because, you know, one of the more I don't, they're all essential, but one of the most essential parts of making a film is the casting. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to find your characters to be able to carry out the vision that, you know, you have mm-hmm. in your mind and you've got a pretty amazing cast of characters between uh, teens Blackburn Uh, Shannon Williams, shout out to Shannon. I know he's going to be listening to this. Um, Thomas Carter Rochester and several others. So uh, talk to me about the casting process.
1: Um, So when I was writing Zombies, I actually had Teens in mind for for Sheriff Taylor, the character she played. She was like, I wrote that character specifically for Teens. Um, So it was based off of her. So she probably didn't have to do too much acting because it was literally (laughs) Teens. Um, Shannon was the... When I was writing it, Shannon was really the only person that kept popping into my my mind, even though I didn't know him that well. We had met briefly on the set of another film, but outside of being Facebook friends, I never really talked to him. But I had seen some of his stuff um, on Facebook, and it was just like that thing that just sticks in your head. I was like, this is the person for this role. And I, and I, I just reached out to him and said, hey, I know you don't really know me that well, but would you be willing to play my dad, this, that, and the other? And he immediately said yes. And I was like, he didn't even know me. <laughs> so I sent him the script and he was like, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. We're doing this. Um, Thomas, it's funny when, uh, I don't know if you remember that, um, film festival that they had the COVID chronic, what was it called? It was oh, a- the
0: quarantine. Yes. Chronicles. That he yeah, did, he did the toilet paper. Jesus that, and that
1: is how I found Thomas. And I said, that guy right there is going to be perfect for this role. And, uh, he sent me an audition and he killed it. Um, (laughs) so, um, yeah. And see, Darrell was the leading, I, you know, I did a couple of auditions with a couple of people, but I actually found him and one of the other characters through Kitty Get a Job. Um, I had seen some of their stuff on there. Um, so that's kind of how that came about, you know, like I, I write for a lot of people specifically, and then there's just people that, you see through through Facebook and social media and all that other kind of stuff. And then we did have auditions for day player roles and some of the other um, uh, main main characters, but um, there were just some that were just specifically tailored to certain people. Um, so yeah. It was just
0: now that you mentioned that you wrote that character specifically for Teens, so I'm even more interested. <laughs> yeah, because that's cause I've I've worked a little bit with you know, the, the people you mentioned, I haven't worked with Durrell, but um, mm-hmm. I've been on set with teens with Shannon and, you know, Thomas was in, in the feature mm-hmm. and all fantastic people. And I know that, you know, they gave their all for what you asked of them. So mm-hmm. I, that's one aspect that I'm really excited to see as all the characters come to life.
1: Yeah. And I will, so teens, character and Thomas's character are my two favorite characters, like writing them I was cracking myself up because it was like when and especially when they interact with each other, it's just like they they just played so perfectly off of each other. And so I'm almost really excited just for people to see just them two (laughs) on the screen together (laughs) because they're they're our comic relief, you know. Um, So I'm I'm pretty excited about that because they're just perfect.
0: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. So casting is done. You get to production. How how does how long did you guys shoot for? Um, I know you said you started what in May of 2021,
1: right? So we shot um, we shot one scene as our proof of concept in March. Um, we shot another scene in April. Well, we yeah we shot another scene in April, just randomly, and then we principal photography was May. 10th through June 4th. So I think we had 16 days of principal, principal photography. We had those two days of shooting and then we had one pickup day. So I think it was 19 days total of, of shooting. Um, but I think we did like four, four days on, two days off like that. So people didn't get, you know, wiped out. then we took a break in between a week because there were, you know, our DP had to go back home for some things and some other stuff like that. So, We shot for a week, took a week off, and then shot for another week, and then you know finished it up. So it was pretty. It was a pretty quick shoot, I think, for the most part. Yeah. Now
0: that that's, was it like really intense? Because you know you you think of these films that take months to shoot. Yeah. And you mentioned that you guys shot it, even though you took little breaks. The days that you were on were they just nonstop? Go go go.
1: Um. Yes and, and no. I, um, when we got started, we were we were pretty quick on the, like the turnaround, like as far as getting from one scene to the other. Um, I think setup took a lot longer just because we didn't have the crew to do all the, the gaffing and the gripping and stuff like that. So it's only like a couple of people doing it. Um, we tried not to do like 16 hour days. I think there were like two or three days where we were, we did that because we were shooting at one location and we only had three days to shoot all of these scenes. So we really pushed it there, but I think for the most part we had about 12 to 14 hour days uh, maybe. And then, um, but you know, I tried to make sure that I wasn't wearing everybody out, especially because we were shooting so quickly and cheaply. (laughs) Um, But it was, it was, I won't say it was like people were just like over, you know, you know, like overstretched or anything like that, but we, we turned them around pretty quick. Once we got going, um, we did lose a couple of locations just due to time. So there was a lot of script rewriting quickly to try to find, you know, other ways to work it into locations that we had coming up. Um, so that was, uh, fun. And I hope I never have to do that again, but I probably will. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, so, you know, stuff like that, I think, but, um, you know, it was was a, it wasn't like too stressful, I think maybe that was three years ago. So, you know,
0: (laughs) well, I'm sure you've learned a lot, you know, during that time of, you know, what to do and, you know, what might not be the best thing to do. Mm -hmm. And that, that's, what's great about just kind of diving in and doing it. And the fact that it was a feature. And not a short, you know, was I think even more impressive because I could tell you I I would never have done that because I because I was overwhelmed with my first short right. so I couldn't have imagined doing a feature so props props to you for that
1: thank yeah I, I probably jumped from like the frying pan into the fire like not even the frying pan like the counter into the fire because I'd never done <laughs> any of this before so to like try to do a CGI heavy feature film my first time out the gate I definitely questioned myself constantly throughout the process. Like, what are you doing? Like, why, <laughs> you know? Um, but,
0: but the only way you're going to know if it's going to work is if you actually do
1: exactly. it. Exactly. So, yeah. So no, that, that
0: it, I'm glad you know that it all worked out and I know you had a, a great crew too. I know like Brandon Purdue mm-hmm. was, uh, was on sound. Um, yes. Janet Longton was doing costumes.
1: She, we had Janet on costumes. Uh, Marvin Holdman on sound as well uh Nick Smith producer and anything else that we needed um our two DPs were from Alabama and uh Carly Prevett um was our first AC and she also DP'd a couple of days for us as well um so we had a very small crew like I didn't have a first AD for most of the shoot um I will never do that again uh <laughs> <laughs> Your first A.D. is so important. And the couple of days I did have a first A.D., things went so much more smoothly. Um, so we had a like a skeleton crew like I don't know what is smaller than a skeleton, but that's what we had. But we made it work and everybody did double and triple duty um, on everything, trying to, to pull it together.
0: Um, and that's so. what's great too is when you you find a crew, no matter how big or small they are, if they if they buy into your vision and are as into it as you are, mm-hmm. I, and I've said this you know on the show numerous times. There's no other gratifying feeling or more gratifying feeling when you see the cast and crew are just as passionate about it as you mm-hmm. are.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: So, um, you had you know these multiple days of shooting. And I always like to ask this, especially with the local filmmakers, were there any like funny or memorable onset moments that you can remember that you'd like to share?
1: Um, yeah, memorable. <laughs> we, well, first of all, we were shooting in the middle of May. So you can imagine how hot it was. Uh, one day we shot entirely outside and everyone was sweating and it was like drink water. Everyone was trying to drink water, drink water, water, stay hydrated. And it, it was like, it was so hot, you know, and it was like, again, check mark, no outside shots in in the summertime in Florida. Uh, but there was this one day where um, Anne Marie Crouch, oh, Anne Marie Crouch, um, she came out to shoot. We only had her for a certain amount of time, um, but we didn't realize, oh, we were pretty off schedule. So we were in the middle of a scene and she was like, I gotta go. And I was like, and someone was like, if you give us like 20 minutes and she's like, I can give you like, like 20 minutes, 45 max. We had to ditch that scene, run across the, the compound to the other set and, and do those scenes. And we didn't even know our lines because I'm not going to lie in between doing everything half the time. I didn't even know my lines until like right before I would like, practice while we were setting up. <laughs> so I'm trying to memorize my lines and get ready for this scene. And while, you know, Anne Marie is like trying to get into costume and we're all trying to get ready and do this in like 45 minutes. Cause it's three scenes, very dialogue heavy scenes that we have to do. And so um, it was, it was something. That's all we like, we did our best. We, we did like two takes. Of everything, she did her thing, and then Teens <laughs> doubled for her so that we could come back and do like our close-ups for uh, Dorel and I um, and everything like that. But we were like, oh, we were sweating big time. We were like, oh my gosh, we're never gonna pull this off. But uh, we uh, we managed to do it, and uh, it was just like everybody was just like panting <laughs> at the end. And then we had to go back, change costumes again, and go back to do the rest of the scene that we stopped shooting so we could finish that one. And that, that was, uh, that was crazy. And that was our last day there. So then we spent the next like four hours cleaning. Cause we had to be at, we were, I think we left at like three o'clock in the morning cause we were shooting out of school and they had school the next day. Um, so we were, uh, that was a crazy day. That was a crazy, crazy day. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> that was something.
0: Yeah. And it's Steve wise told me this uh, a while back that you know filmmaking is the definition of flexibility and that's that's sometimes what you got to do if somebody has a schedule change mm-hmm. or you know some circumstance happens you got to be able to adjust on the fly no matter how extreme yeah. that it might be so yeah you usually find that out the hard way but if if you pull it off then it's okay
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah, we didn't know if we we where we were like, oh my gosh, we're gonna have to get someone to 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 take over her her role, and I was like about to give Janet her lines, but it's like Janet, you gotta do this. But uh, we pulled it together barely, and uh, I'll tell you that scene was not fun to edit because we were stumbling over lines because we we didn't know them, but it was a it was a it was very memorable. I will say that for sure. <laughs>
0: So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's pretty wild that we, we had something similar happen with, um, on the set of my first short, um, where one of the actors had to leave early. So we had to just, you know, quickly go through, cause we were shooting the, the climax of the movie, mm. um, at, at the beginning of the day. So we had to make sure we got it right and we didn't have a whole lot of time to do it. But, you know, sometimes that's, sometimes that's what you got to do.
1: Yeah, Absolutely.
0: Yeah, for sure. And one thing that I think is cool is that um, you've you used a lot of locations to highlight different areas of the Gulf Coast, Mm -hmm. Uh, everywhere between was it Fort Walton Beach, um, Crestview, you know, a a lot Uh, of places. So was did it just kind of happen that way or did you have an idea that you wanted to, in a way, highlight the Gulf Coast?
1: Um, That kind of was always the goal was to highlight the Gulf Coast, because that's really you know what, I, what I'm trying to do. Though I, I will say that we just kind of used the locations that we were able to get, and it just kind of happened to be that much of a variety. Um, so it, it did work out. Um, so we, we shot at Holland Farms in Milton. We shot at a Blackman Community Center in Baker, Florida, Beasley Park on Okaloosa Island. Uh, Pensacola Crestview all all different locations. and so i'm I'm actually really happy that, you know be, that the locations that did fall through fell through because the other locations ended up being better and was able to encompass more of the Gulf Coast than I had originally planned. Um, so it it definitely worked out,
0: yeah, for sure. and and that'll be something cool that you know, people in you know, Milton or Baker can like, they can see the movie and be like, Hey, this was shot here. Mm -hmm. You know, is if you go out West, especially like in Los Angeles, you're like, Oh, well, somebody wants to shoot a movie here. That's that happens every Thursday. But, (laughs) but in, in, as someone who grew up from that area, that does not happen in Mm -hmm. Baker very Mm -hmm. often. So that that's, that's really cool to, you know, I'm sure they were excited to, have the opportunity to be like oh we're having a movie filmed here
1: i don't you know a lot of them were just kind of like what you know because again it doesn't happen so they're like uh yeah sure whatever i mean i guess you can and i don't i think they thought you know like for the most part we're just like kind of playing around and doing it as a hobby because you know you just get the side eye a lot you want to what you know and it was just like you know, a movie, you know, it's not, you know, like you said, not LA where people do it every single day. So I think a lot of people probably didn't actually realize what we were trying to do. They're just like, oh, they're just, you know, doing a little short film, this, that, and the other. And they're just like, sure. Yeah, whatever. Just don't interfere with, you know, (laughs) okay. And we had a lot of people, there's not going to be like zombies walking around, scaring our customers. Right. And I'm like, they're not that kind of zombie. So don't, don't worry about it, you know, but um, I hope that, you know, when they see it, if they they ever do see it, that, they'll, you know, get a kick out of it or enjoy seeing their their location in, in a film, you know.
0: Well, the optimist in me likes to think so. so <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, exactly. So
0: there's one thing I've got to ask you kind of moving to um, the social media aspect of things before mm-hmm. we, we start to, to wrap this up. How did the B pun start?
1: Um, Let's just say that I have been a victim of dad jokes my whole life. Um, <laughs> so they, <laughs> you know, you just hear them long enough, and then it was just kind of like, I-, I feel like puns and that kind of cheesiness is just kind of part of the whole B movie genre, and I. There's just so many that come with bees, you know, hive and beehive and oh, sweet, or you know, just whatever, you know, be, you know, however you can incorporate the word be into as many words as possible. Um, And so I got to the point where my autocorrect would kick in when I would write B-E and then it would write B-E-E because I was so used to, (laughs) you know, putting B in front of everything. Um, So it kind of just took off. And Nick has the very similar sense of humor, like we'll do puns back and forth all day long. Um, So between him and I, uh, I think people just kind of started latching onto it and doing it themselves. Um, uh, But there's, there's quite a few in the movie as well, so. You know, I had a
0: feeling there would be. There would but be. But that that's great though because you you've got to, you've got to have something that will catch people's attention. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think with ev- every post that you guys make, there's some type of, like you said, a B pun. Yes. And it is still years later. It's like still you haven't run out of them. <laughs> that and that's that's pretty cool.
1: I mean, you know, we have to recycle a few of them, but we do try to find more creative ways. I mean, like I did a Google search, you know what I'm saying? Like B puns and stuff like that. So they're not like all original. Um, But uh, we we definitely have a big backlog of of B puns to use. And you can always just, you know, I believe you're right or we'll be (laughs) seeing you, you know what I'm saying? So...
0: (laughs) It's, a, it's kind of something you do could do here. if you do a, a Blu-ray or something, you could do like a list of all the puns you guys have used oh, as like a bonus feature.
1: That would be very extensive, very extensive. <laughs>
0: uh, but impressive though, to see the, <laughs> to see the amount. Um, so yeah. As we start to wrap things up, um, as we mentioned at the beginning, you know, as the, people will be hearing this on the 11th, so we'll be just under a week away from the premiere. Yes. So tell everybody um, where they can get tickets, where the uh, movie is going to be showing at.
1: OK, so our premiere is December 17th at Regal Santa Rosa and Mariester, Esther, not in Santa Rosa, um, at the uh, Mary, es- uh, Santa Rosa Mall and Mariester. Esther. It's 300 Mariester Boulevard and it's behind the mall. Um, It's from 5 to 8, and so from 5 to 6, we'll be having a purple carpet walk where you can take pictures in front of the step and repeat on the purple carpet and all that kind of stuff, and so the movie will actually start uh, showing um, at 6-ish, hopefully. (laughs) Um, You can get tickets. Um, We have a couple of links on our Facebook page, on our Instagram, on our website. Um, It's um, Eventbrite, and I can send you the links or link you to that
0: um and i'll include a, a link to all your guys social media and the show notes too
1: awesome yeah so it'll just be at the link you uh, won't be able to get them at the theater so it's, it's only only through the Eventbrite link um, but we are very excited you can dress like a bee if you want to wear a bee costume wear a bee costume you can dress in your best oscar fashion your you know Oscar award fashion. If you want, you can wear zombie shirts. You can wear, you know, we're not, you know, picky about, uh, you know, that, like I said, come like a bee. If you want, I hope somebody does. I hope somebody dresses up like a bee. (laughs) We got a lot of people wearing purple, dyeing their hair purple. (laughs) So, you know, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, And, and I'm, I'm excited for you in the sense that, you know, seeing all your hard work come to life, Mm -hmm there's no other feeling like it, and getting to do it in an actual theater yes. is, is really, really cool. So yeah, really, really excited for it.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I am, I'm like I said, I think my main thing is really just people seeing it because I feel like everyone else has been waiting for this long time, you know, not just me, even though I have, and I'm so sick of, I, I tell tell people, I've probably seen this movie a thousand times, like, because I edited it. And every time there's a new update, you know, Steve Baker sends me updates to watch or listen to, and CGI guy sends me stuff to watch and listen to. So it's like, I don't know if I can watch this one more time. I might be outside in the lobby eating popcorn <laughs> while everyone else is in the theater <laughs> watching the movie. Um, but I, I am I am so excited for everybody to to finally see it. And I hope they love it. I hope they have as much fun watching it as we did making it. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, I think it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I know what you mentioned earlier that you've written five different projects, um, while you've been doing like post-production and whatnot on for zombies. Yes. Um, one of them is a Christmas project.
1: Yes. It's...
0: And we, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, cause we, we are in the Christmas season. And I always like to ask my guests this around the holiday season favorite Christmas movie of all time?
1: That is the easiest question anybody's asked me. A Muppet Christmas Carol is my all time favorite Christmas movie. It's a good one. Yeah. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs>
0: that's definitely in my top five. Yeah. That is one that is like an absolute must. And if somebody tells me it's the best adaptation of A Christmas Carol, I don't argue it. Because
1: it, cause it like is. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I think I've seen every adaptation of A Christmas Carol, even the old 1930s ones or whatever. And, and this one is my favorite. And every time I see it, it just it just gives me goosebumps. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Uh, tell people where they can find uh, zombies on uh, online. You said you have an Instagram and a Facebook.
1: We have uh, zombies uh, at zombies, the movie, Z-O-M-B-E-E-Z on Facebook and Instagram. Um, we also have a website it's at, oh, sorry, a purple And, uh, we'll have a zombies page and then a page of all of our other projects that we're doing as well. Um, and we have a YouTube channel as well zombies, the movie. So we have a lot of videos up there, but most everything is going to be on our Facebook and Instagram page.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. This was great.
1: Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you again to Alicia Marie for that fantastic conversation. If you're in the Gulf Coast area, be sure to get your tickets for Zombies. The premiere is finally here December 17th in Mary Esther, Florida. You can find a link to that in the show notes. And if you want to follow the Zombies movie on social media, you can find a link to that in the show notes as well. Zombies Facebook and Instagram. And as far as next week's episode goes, There's not going to be one. Um, I'm going to be on vacation in Orlando, and then I'm going to be doing a, well, my wife and I are going to be doing a um, little getaway, just the two of us and our dog Ladybug, um, the week after Christmas. So um, no new episodes, and I thought about doing um, some archived episodes, but I think I'm going to save those for when the show goes on break sometime next year. So there won't be any new episodes or re-released episodes um, for the next couple of weeks. The show will actually be returning on January 8th of 2024. So I'm going to be taking the 18th, the 25th, which happens to be Christmas, and New Year's Day off. The show will be back on January eighth, with top five movies of 2023, so that'll be a fun one. We'll be kind of wrapping up the year of 2023 on that episode, and then we start the uh, the home stretch to the 10 year anniversary of the podcast, as well as the 400th episode. So a lot of stuff to look forward to in the podcast next year. Thank you to everyone who's made the the return of the show. You know, the first full year since the show has been back a huge success I've really been um, starting to gain traction on YouTube the the podcast downloads are starting to increase um, the guests have been phenomenal and hopefully that continues in the new year so with that being said that's going to do it for this week's episode thank you again to Alicia Marie thank you to all the guests who have made the Derek Diamond experience in 2023 a very successful one and we'll see you again in 2024